Philippians 4. Therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved and longed for, my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. I beseech you, Odeus, and beseech Syntyche, that they be of the same mind in the Lord. And I entreat thee also, true yoke fellow, help those women which labored with me in the gospel, with Clement also, and with other my fellow laborers whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say, rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do and the God of peace shall be with you. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at the last your care of me hath flourished again, wherein ye were also careful, but ye lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Notwithstanding ye have well done that ye did communicate with my affliction. Now ye Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. For even in Thessalonica ye sent once and again unto my necessity, not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. But I have all and abound. I am full, and having received of Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now unto God and our Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Salute every saint in Christ Jesus. The brethren which are with me greet you. All the saints salute you, chiefly they that are of Caesar's household. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Matthew Henry Commentary on Philippians chapter 4 Verse 1 The believing hope and prospect of eternal life should make us steady and constant in our Christian course. There is difference of gifts and graces, yet, being renewed by the same Spirit, we are brethren. To stand fast in the Lord, 
is to stand fast in his strength, and by his grace. Verses 2-9. Let believers be of one mind, and ready to help each other. As the Apostle had found the benefit of their assistance, he knew how comfortable it would be to his fellow laborers to have the help of others. Let us seek to give assurance that our names are written in the Book of Life. Joy in God is of great consequence in the Christian life, and Christians need to be again and again called to it. It more than outweighs all causes for sorrow. Let their enemies perceive how moderate they were as to outward things, and how composedly they suffered loss and hardships. The day of judgment will soon arrive, with full redemption to believers, and destruction to ungodly men. There is a care of diligence which is our duty, and agrees with a wise forecast and due concern, but there is a care of fear and distrust, which is sin and folly, and only perplexes and distracts the mind. As a remedy against perplexing care, constant prayer is recommended. Not only stated times for prayer, but in everything by prayer. We must join thanksgivings with prayers and supplications, not only seek supplies of good, but on the mercies we have received. God needs not to be told our wants or desires, He knows them better than we do, but He will have us show that we value the mercy, and feel our dependence on Him. The peace of God, the comfortable sense of being reconciled to God, and having a part in His favor, and the hope of the heavenly blessedness, are a greater good than can be fully expressed. This peace will keep our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, it will keep us from sinning under troubles and from sinking under them, keep us calm and with inward satisfaction. Believers are to get and to keep a good name, a name for good things with God and good men. We should walk in all the ways of virtue, and abide therein, then, whether our praise is of men or not, it will be of God. The Apostle is for an example. His doctrine and life agreed together. The way to have the God of peace with us, is to keep close to our duty. All our privileges and salvation arise in the free mercy of God, yet the enjoyment of them depends on our sincere and holy conduct. These are works of God, pertaining to God, and to Him only are they to be ascribed, and to no other, neither men, words, nor deeds. Verses 10-19 It is a good work to succor and help a good minister in trouble. The nature of true Christian sympathy, is not only to feel concern for our friends in their troubles, but to do what we can to help them. The Apostle was often in bonds, imprisonments, and necessities, but in all, he learned to be content, to bring his mind to his condition, and make the best of it. Pride, unbelief, vain hankering after something we have not got, and fickle disrelish of present things, make men discontented even under favorable circumstances. Let us pray for patient submission and hope when we are abased for humility and a heavenly mind when exalted. It is a special grace to have an equal temper of mind always. And in a low state not to lose our comfort in God, nor distrust His providence, nor take any wrong course for our own supply. In a prosperous condition not to be proud, or secure, or worldly. This is a harder lesson than the other, for the temptations of fullness and prosperity are more than those of affliction and want. The Apostle had no design to urge them to give more, but to encourage such kindness as will meet a glorious reward hereafter. Through Christ we have grace to do what is good, and through Him we must expect the reward, and as we have all things by Him, let us do all things for Him, and to His glory. Verses 20-23 The Apostle ends with praises to God. 
we should look upon God, under all our weakness and fears, not as an enemy, but as a father, disposed to pity us and help us. We must give glory to God as a father. God's grace and favor, which reconciled souls in joy, with the whole of the graces in us, which flow from it, are all purchased for us by Christ's merit, and applied by his pleading for us, and therefore are justly called the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening and if you like this please subscribe and consider liking my Facebook page and joining my group Jesus Answers Prayer.